Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, fellow Patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations, and Thursday alohas to you as we lead off the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack Show here on this evening. Great to have you along, and as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation. Uh, to uh, call me, just use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800 800- 347-1063 to send me a text. Use the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Phones have uh, been jammed up this afternoon. I'll catch up with the text messages in response to Lionel's call right before the news coming up. But uh, Gary in Greer has been waiting patiently, and I'm sure to him it seems like seemingly forever to uh, join me on the program and uh, now does so as the leadoff caller. Hi, Gary, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby, how are you, buddy? So far, so good. Hey, uh, I just want to uh, comment on one thing. Uh, a lot of people are neglecting one, one small thing, which could be well, a very big thing. Okay, four days before the election, what do you have? Halloween. Okay. That will be the day with the mask. I mean, when me and you were kids, we go out, we go trick-or-treating and stuff. And I feel bad for the children. Uh, what's going to happen? What's going to expire on Halloween? Because you're supposed to be wearing masks. It don't matter if it's a Batman mask, Spider-Man. It don't matter if it's a... Uh, uh, Goldilocks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, really. Four days before the election, three or four days before the election. Right. What's your prediction? What's your prediction? Because crime rate and stuff and everything that's going on. I, 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 I hate to say it, Gary, but but uh, Halloween is probably going uh, the same route as as many american traditions as the left can do away with and that is uh because of as you mentioned uh the crime the everything else that's going on uh halloween will will probably uh not exist in any kind of shape fashion or form that we would recognize well that may be a good thing you know because i mean considering that you know the poor kids today uh, they bring their uh, candy home, or you know, and you got apples that 
uh, maniacs that put razor blades in and stuff like that. Yeah, you may oh, be yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 In a larger sense, Gary, they're trying to do with everything that is an American tradition. That's what's behind the cancellation of football. Don't kid yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, come on, man. It's got to be a, a, a happy medium or end somewhere or another. You would think. Say it, um, I believe I, I'm, I'm predicting, unfortunately, that's going to be your darkest day. Yeah. Uh, October the 31st, because Could it's be. like three days. Could be. I, I, I suspect that uh, there are many parents who are, are huh. not going to have their kids, uh, not going to want their kids out on the street, even, even uh, being, uh, having their parents along with them to chaperone them. Uh, I, I just don't see much happening there. Gary, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Nine minutes after six, in on the text line, 71307. Many of these in response to Lionel's call. Yes, Lionel, racism exists today in all races, including black people. Uh, you can carry your ancestors' guilt if you want, but millions of us didn't have slaves, and we refused to feel guilty about it. And yes, there were black slave owners back in the day. The historical records, in fact, show it. Uh, the first legal slave owner in the U.S. was a black man, and he had black and white slaves. So explain to me who gets the reparations and how much. Uh, the Gateway Pundit flashback. First legal slave owner in America was a black man. Uh, Bobby, to your previous caller, racism today doesn't exist to the degree anyone tries to proclaim what does actually factually exist per the U.S. Justice Department is that black on white racism is far more prevalent than the other way around. Certainly in the crime statistics, that is true. I constantly get dirty looks by black people today. This stuff didn't exist in the early 90s. Where has the resurgence come from? According to blacks, it's never subsided. I've had black bosses. So what's up? Yeah, me too. Uh, Bobby, I can tell you the day that all racism will be over and all blacks will be happy. That'll be the day they bury the last remaining white human being on the face of the earth. Well, if you listen to these college professors who talk about that very thing, the eradication of the white race, holy cow, that's not racism? Uh, Bobby, racism can never disappear when people are permitted to define everything as racist. Yeah. Again, the uh, Rutgers University statement the other day that grammar is, uh, is racist. Uh, Bobby, I think people need to look up the story of Anthony Johnson because even though he was a black slave owner, he had his property taken illegally from him because his neighbor forged his signature on a debt that he said was owed to him and Johnson was illiterate uh, not able to sign his name or even agree to a contract. Uh, Bobby, Anthony Johnson, uh, tell your caller Lionel to uh, look him up, set the precedent in court in Virginia that you could own slaves, and yes, Johnson was black. Uh, Bobby, hey, maybe uh, Crazy uh, Joe's Chinese buddies uh, could send us over some Chinese masks here to fight the Chinese virus. Many of the masks that are out there were 
manufactured in China. Now, that makes a lot of sense. We're going to trust the people who created this virus in a lab in Wuhan uh, to send us masks that are going to protect us from the virus they created? What the? Uh, Bobby, it's ridiculous to suggest that people who never owned slaves should have to pay reparations uh, to somebody who never was a slave. Uh, Bobby, did uh, caller Lionel say he was white? He did. Uh, Bobby, the media is silent about all of this because it doesn't fit the narrative. Exactly. Uh, Let me scroll down here to catch up with uh, what I've missed. Uh, Bobby, how do you confuse Joe Biden? Wake him up. Huh? What? Where am I? <laughs> uh, uh, Bobby, I believe that picking nits in the history of the slave trade is not the correct approach to winning philosophical arguments with BLM. Having them defend their position positions on the basis of merit and ethics will expose them for what they are, lies. Well, what they are is Marxists, self-admitted Marxists. Uh, Bobby, Biden is still trying to figure out why he bought two pair of brown and black shoes. Uh, and about a previous question about uh, Kamie uh, Harris, uh, if she has a Jamaican citizenship as well as U.S., Texter says, I don't think she can have dual citizenship. Uh, if you remember, Ted Cruz has a dual citizenship, Canadian and U.S. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, sorry, I thought that was, uh, that was something I'd already shared. Uh, Bobby, uh, Joe Biden and uh, Donald John Trump are neck and neck. What a big bullcrap lie. That's what's floating on the networks right now. Yeah, this 538 website, uh, Nate Silver, supposed, uh, supposedly one of, you know, they're, they're the gold standard. They're also the ones said that Hillary had a 90% chance of winning. Now they say Biden has a 71% chance of winning. That's certainly good news. Stand by. Landslide on the way. Quarter after six here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, it's taken us some time to get there today, but amazing true facts. A pretty good addition, too, is on the way next here on the Bobby Mac Show.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. 622 now here on the Bobby Mack Show. We're in the uh, final hour for this Thursday, the bonus hour. Great to have you along. And without further ado, uh, let's bring in Gary Goodvoice. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, Amazing, True, True Facts. Thank you, Gary. And as always, joined by the Bobettes for ATF, Miss Moneypenny in her hazmat suit in our studios. Howdy, partners. And, of course, little Annie in a covert site broadcasting the news. Hey, what's up, stay-at-homies? Here we go. <laughs> Everybody, of course, knows the uh, Netflix sound, right? Boom, boom. Yep. Boom, boom. But it doesn't work in a theater because it's, uh, it's so short. It's kind of, you know, it's over before you know it. So Netflix went to legendary composer Hans Zimmer. Good choice. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done tons of movies and does really great music. And said, hey, could you make us a longer theatrical version of the Netflix sounder? And he did. And here it is. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Boom, boom. Not uh, still not quite up to uh, 20th Century Fox. Uh, that Alfred Newman, you know, Alfred Newman uh, composed the, you know, how it goes. The guy from Mad Magazine. No, not Alfred E. Newman. Randy Newman's dad. You know. Cool. Yeah, you remember uh, Randy Newman? I love L.A. Uh, short, short people. people. Short people. <laughs> Got no reason to live. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, since we all fall into that category. Uh, meantime, that time for, yeah, we all resemble that remark. Uh, a Florida man. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Florida man who already has three DUIs on his record got another nice. one last week. Uh, police released chest cam footage of him being pulled over. You tell me if he sounds like he's been overserved. Oh, by the way, he was driving a lawnmower. Nice. Yeah. 
You know you're in the road, right? Was I? You were. How much <laughs> you have to drink tonight? Uh, a couple. Uh, I think it was a little more than a couple. Okay, <laughs> a couple, uh, a couple of beers. Yeah. Are you going to take me to jail or not? No, I didn't say that. I said we're going to do some field sobriety exercises. I have been drinking. So I'm going to ask you one more time if you want to do these exercises. No, sir. You don't? Take me to jail. All right, Paul. Go ahead and turn around and put your hands behind your back. Wait, they called him by his name. I wonder if it... Yeah. They're, they're on a first name basis. You know, I actually know someone that that happened to here in Greenville, too. Right On, on a lawnmower? Yes. DUI on a lawnmower? Yes. Pretty creative. Yes. I knew a guy that an older guy that had had a stroke and he got a DUI on a jazzy. Oh, <laughs> now you you tell me am I off base here or uh, did that that uh, poor guy sound like uh, the drunk uh, on the Andy Griffith show that would have come in and put himself in his own jail that was cell? Ernest T. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. oh, no, what? Er, no. Not Ernest T. But who was no. who was the who was the drunk? What's his name? Who did Ernest T. Oh, pass? No, now Ernest T. was the lunatic. He was he was the rock throwing lunatic. Uh, my baby doll Brenda will probably Otis. be in here in a minute. Otis, Otis. Otis. that's right, Otis. Yep. <laughs> Otis. Otis. Well, Connecticut, bluest of the blue states, just became the first to fine people for not following travel guidelines. Yeah. See, I told you she'd be in here and tell me it was Otis. <laughs> Could you hear hey, her in the Brenda. background? Thanks, yeah. Brenda. <laughs> Two people who went to states with uh, high case counts for Wuhan flu didn't fill out their paperwork when they got back. Mm-mm-mm. One of them also refused to quarantine. So the governor, the jackbooted tyrant Ned Lamont, talked about it in a press conference and said he didn't want to find them, but he wants people to know they're taking it seriously. He kind of reminds me of uh, Judge Smales in uh, Caddyshack. He said, you know, I've had to sentence uh, young men your age uh, uh, to death. Didn't want to do it, but I felt like I owed it to him. <laughs> Here is uh, Connecticut's governor. Oh, no, that's there's a Netflix. Yeah, I knew it was there no, somewhere. No, no, that was law and order. Oh, that's right. It was law and order. <laughs> Here is uh, the law and order governor of uh, Connecticut. So we have uh, two folks who uh, flew back to Connecticut, um, one from Louisiana, one from Florida. Neither of them filled out the form. They're paying a $1,000 fine. Uh, one of them didn't fill out the form and uh, refused to quarantine. And we were noticed by a, a workmate of that person, and uh, they're paying an additional $1,000 for uh, violating the quarantine. So did you notice that? It was a squealer. Somebody this fellow worked with turned him in. Whistleblower. Yeah, whistleblower. Worse. Yeah. Snitch. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. Oh. <laughs> Meantime, the other end of the spectrum, uh, not many wearing masks this year at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. In fact, one bar even had a contest to see who could sneeze the farthest. <laughs> and the Bobby Mack thought, uh, prof semi-professional players thought this was a, an appropriate theme for a little musical salute to one of the contestants. And uh, here it is. Oh, yeah. Call on me to 
sneeze. I can blow it out my nose. Skinner. Well, it's a contest to sneeze. Coronavirus is a hoax. I ain't got it in my body. I don't care for what I'm told. Uh, uh, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> there you go. With uh, apologies to the late J.J. Kale, the author of uh, Call Me the Breeze, and, and apologies also to Skinner. Because you're tight. Yep, there you go. I actually sneezed on the air today. Uh, and finally, here's a grandma telling the touching story of how grandpa proposed. You know how I got engaged? Oh, First of all, I didn't even think I was getting a ring. But then Bubby had a party, and I got a ring, and everybody was there, and Grandpa, all of a sudden, was sitting across from each other, and he throws it at me, like... The ring? Yes. <laughs> Is that great? There you go. Here's your damn ring. <laughs> Get off my back now. It's... Uh... It's uh, it is truly a uh, a romantic story to treasure, no question about it. <laughs> That's fantastic. There you go, Isra. Right. Lasted. Yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. There is uh, today's ATF. Thank you, ladies. Six thirty here on the Bobby Mac Show. Right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on Thursday. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. 637. We're in the closing half of the bonus hour here on Thursday. This is interesting. In on the text line 71307. Uh, let me uh, scroll back uh, to the beginning here so I have this thing in uh, context because it's in uh, multiple parts. Uh, Bobby, two interesting things I learned today regarding Greenville County Schools and our children. Number one, a teacher told a parent when asked, what would happen if a child was brought to school on the wrong day from which they were scheduled to attend? And the response was DSS would be called due to child endangerment. What? But in another Greenville County school, it was communicated that if a child was brought to school on their wrong attendance day, uh, if uh Oh, 
where's the rest of this? I'm sorry, I had this in order for But in another Greenville County school, it was communicated that if a child was brought to school on their wrong attendance day, if the numbers in the classroom allowed the students to maintain social distancing, the child could stay. Now wait until that information spreads through uh, communities and our classrooms become overrun because parents don't want to follow the rules. I am all for going back to school five days a week, but the inconsistency in all the guidelines is making my head spin. I love your show. Thank you. Yeah, and, and what is the policy? Do we have one policy in one school and a separate policy in another? Too many PhDs working on this thing. You've got to have a degree from MIT to figure out the color codes and uh, where you fall in the alphabet and all this other stuff. Good God. Uh, about uh, Randy Newman and his dad, uh, Alfred. Uh, Bobby, you mean the same guy who wrote Short People? Wrote the 20th Century Fox intro? No. Randy Newman did uh, Short People and I Love L.A. and a, a bunch of others. His father uh, wrote the 20th Century Fox uh, intro music way back in Jeez, 40s, I guess it was. Uh, I, I saw this today, too, and wanted to share this with you because we talked about, especially in light of now the Southern Conference, also taking a knee, no fall sports. Uh, a gentleman named Steve Cortez uh, wrote this at American Greatness. The most material political, view, uh, political news that broke this week was not the selection of Kamala Harris as Joe Biden's running mate, but the disastrous decision of major college football conferences to cancel their 2020 seasons. Specifically, in battleground Midwest states, legions of football fans who may not be particularly politically oriented will become animated to punish candidates unwilling to vociferously defend football. Quote, I cannot believe that God put us on this earth to be ordinary, legendary college football coach Lou Holtz once said. His observation certainly rings true pertaining to America. As a people, we have long embraced an exceptional view of our place in the world and our national potential. Even the games we play exemplify our exceptionalism, none quite so much as football. More than just a game, football forms a key pillar of our national culture and consciousness. For generations, football has helped to transform American boys into men, all the while providing scintillating entertainment for fans who cannot get enough of gridiron action. Given this backdrop, the decision of major college conferences, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, to abandon football this fall understandably disgusts Americans. The soft and selfish administrators of universities and their NCAA conferences have stolen a season away from young athletes. Dr. Scott Atlas of Stanford's Hoover Institution, formerly chief of radiology at their medical center, recently joined the president's coronavirus task force. He told Martha McCallum of Fox News, the environment of college sports is a very, very sophisticated environment. They couldn't get a better or safer environment. We have to again become rational here. 
the risk for people that age is less than seasonal influenza. We need to get a grip. Look at the science. Understand who we are talking about here. There's not a lot of obese, diabetic, 78-year-olds playing football. Despite the clear scientific evidence, a corrupt campaign has largely succeeded in canceling much of college football this year. So far, a major among major conferences, only the SEC, Big 12, and the ACC remain committed to safely playing football starting in just a few weeks. It's clearly no coincidence that those conference maps largely overlay with red states in America, while the inverse is true of the now-canceled Big Ten and Pac-12 conferences. What seems clear here, politics is driving this dreadful decision-making. University officials overwhelmingly lean to the left. For instance, a Harvard Crimson survey of that school's faculty reports that 80% of professors identify as liberal, while only 1.6% identify as conservative. Students acknowledge this reality. As a 2019 college fix poll revealed, 73% of conservative students hide their politics from professors for fear of retribution via poor grading. It is not a reach to conclude that President Trump quite correctly ascertains this reality and argues strenuously for college football to play on. The president recognizes that young people in our country can largely return to normal routines of school, extracurriculars, and sports. He also understands that America deeply yearns for the rituals of communal life and that college sports represent a pageantry and affinity like no other sport. Many people who are not politically engaged understandably will recoil at pinheaded dilettantes canceling college football because of politics. In fact, once the mostly Southern SEC and ACC schools pull off a safe and fun season of football, I predict Donald Trump will rightly earn the electoral support of many of the bitterly disappointed football fans in the upper Midwest. The faithful fans of the Gophers, Badgers, Wolverines, Spartans, Buckeyes, and Nittany Lions will know they were robbed of their football Saturdays by dishonest and conflicted political actors. Thankfully, the military academies promised to play football. Perhaps those games will gain an elevated status this season. Trump, the commander-in-chief, could attend all three of those contests and showcase our country's ability to appropriately handle health risks while still maintaining our way of life and enthusiasm for the great game of football. Perhaps these games will even be played in these Midwest states, suddenly deprived of football by inept college administrators. After all, as Coach Holtz exhorted us, we are all called upon to be better than ordinary. Part of being extraordinary as Americans is celebrating our national sport of football. We have seen outlier cases of serious health consequences, but we never submit to societal closure to ward off manageable risks that are infinitesimally small. Accordingly, both the CDC and the American Academy of Pediatrics strongly support 
returning to school for children and young adults. Looking specifically at sports, young athletes comprise the very definition of people who are nearly totally immune to the dire ramifications of the virus. Not only are elite athletes like Division I college football players young and physically strong, they are also beneficiaries of perhaps the best medical and physical care of anyone in society. Yeah, he does reflect uh, exactly what I've been saying for this week. The uh, elitist pinhead university presidents in their ivory towers of academia just can't wait to stick it to high-paid football coaches and to athletes whom they resent. 13 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Closing couple of minutes here of the Bobby Mack Show. I hear it a lot. I heard it again from a caller today. They have a relative, a younger man or woman, who gets their information from CNN or BSNBC, and, and they argue the Democrat talking points because that's all they hear. Sourcing is vital. I mean, I look at Yahoo News, and, and it's just disgusting because it's nothing but left-wing drivel. And, of course, uh, Twitter is dominated by that as well. And uh, and this will be uh, reassuring to you, I'm sure. Um, Nick Pasilio, uh, th- this uh, this guy, was uh, is uh, Kami uh, Kamala Harris's former press secretary. He has a new job now. He is in charge of announcing what the president of the United States can and can't say on Twitter to his 85 million followers. That's reassuring, isn't it? I'm, I'm sure this guy, he has no agenda, right? <sighs> yeah. Twitter's already, of course, removed uh, debatable contentions by the president or contentions no more misleading than any number of uh, Joe Biden allegations. The point of removing tweets, I assume, has more to do with being able to call Trump a liar than worrying about his uh, spreading misleading information. But the optics obviously are not really good for Twitter. It's almost certainly true that whoever holds the job of senior communication manager will be ideologically progressive like uh, everybody else in that company. (sighs) Yeah, so uh, if uh, Trump is banned on Twitter, well, now you know why. Got to wrap things up for today. Thank you so much for being along, not only today, but uh, every day. And I uh, hope you have a, a great Thursday evening. See you next time. God bless. Who was that masked man anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep, I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. 
I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. Who was that masked man anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 